using up that energy and maybe they're trying to tell you how to drive and you just really need them to be a passenger what you gonna do you know when you run out of that gas you're gonna feel tired it's gonna be a long road trip to get to that destination to fulfill your vision but that's just another side effect you are now listening to the conscious creative corner the intersection of unapologetic lifestyle and creativity Get ready to be inspired and dive into uncensored truths with tackling business and mental space with other transparent influencers and entrepreneurs. Let our conscious conversation normalize the chaos you may call life. Let's get consciously creative. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the side effects of being creative. I am so inspired by the creators around me, and one of those being Issa Rae. If you have no idea who Issa Rae is, she is an amazing writer, actress, and producer. And I'm pretty sure she does other things, but I follow her heavy on social media. My fascination began with her when I was in undergrad and she came out with this web series called Awkward Black Girl. To make a long story short, I've been following her for some time and she was since featured on Amanda Seals podcast and her whole thing was the side effects of being a boss. So today's episode is inspired from that. I did want to touch on some of the things that they talked about because it resonated with me so much and it really showed me that I am not the only person that thinks about this. Now, a few things. If you haven't listened to Amanda Seals' podcast, go check her out. She is a cast member on Insecure, also a well-rounded human being. Um, You do have to have a taste for her personality because she isn't just an average person. She has some strong opinions, but... I am so for it. But anyway, when she was interviewing Issa, they talked about the woes and the highs of being a creative or a boss, I should say. And some of that had to intertwine with being a creative. And I just wanted to kind of come in and give my two cents on what it really means and how being creative can cause some side effects. I want to lead in with talking about how being a creative and being a boss is different they do touch on that in small doses but my two cents is when you're creative you are constantly creating right and you're producing works that people want to digest and um, be a part of when you're a boss you're running things you are management you might wear a lot of hats and People oftentimes forget that if you're cre- you're creative and your business is in the creative field, then you are doing more than one thing. A side effect is being a creative is a job in itself. It's a 24-hour job. Being a boss is a 24-hour job. So tell me where you're going to find the time to just be you. That is a side effect of being a creative because finding time is super strenuous when you have to create and then implement these plans. Always creating is another side effect of being a creative, right? Our mind is constantly working. They talk about this in the Small Doses podcast too. I don't know about y'all, but for me, I'm legit on goal 24 
seven. My mind is like, oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do that. And I talk about that. And I think one of the, the very first podcast episodes that I put out where I'm just like, all right, I'm always thinking about new things to do and I have to implement them. Our mind is always going in that same at that same rate where, all right, cool. I just got another um, idea for a beat or, all right, I want to make this painting or cool. Let me just make this sculpture or write this song or put out this video or do this short film. Our mind is always going. Well, at least mine, that, that is. I can't speak for y'all. So as a creative, how do we shut that off? Like, what? where is the button that, that you can mash to be like, all right, let me stop. Let me hold on. Let me put my mind on pause. Because for me, there isn't one. So that is one of the worst but yet rewarding side effects because I overwhelm myself a lot, always thinking about what it is that I need to do in order to kind of foster and put forth these ideals. So it's a 24-7 job. And if it's a 24-7 job, then of course you've guessed it, being creative can be draining because you have no days off unless you set them so I think that's something I have to think about myself is learning how to actually shut down and unwind because I find myself watching Netflix and here's my phone in my notes app writing down things that I'm I'm being inspired by and I'm just like wait let me just watch this show and not think but it's so hard to shut down so another side effect that comes up often is not being understood by others or sometimes trying trying to have to like curb your creativity to fit the mold of others. Um, this actually happened to me, I want to say a week ago. I was doing a collaboration with a couple of people and I put out an idea. I can't be too specific, right? Because if I'm too specific, then it's going to um, let the cat out of the bag. But I put out an idea and this group of people, they don't... <sighs> I'm not here to downplay nobody, okay? But I know my creative is different than other people's creatives. And the people that I was working with, this is kind of brand new for them, okay? So kudos to y'all for doing your thing. But they just couldn't understand why I was saying that um, we should be different. Because one person was like, well, such and such did it this way, so we should really do it this way. And I'm just like, well, no, but that's not how content works. No one wants to listen to or watch recycled stuff. They want to see recycled things in new ways, right? We had a broom. Nobody wants a broom, too. People want a mop or they want a Swiffer. So it's just not being understood by others can sometimes stunt you in that in that sense. Um, additionally, not being understood not just by other creators but by other people where people are just like, well, why are you doing that? Like, why why are you wasting your time doing this or um why you don't go do this instead well because trisha i don't want to do that no nancy i want to make a video i don't want to go read a book you know what i mean like people are not going to understand your creative nature and people are not going to understand why you're in your studio for 18 hours out of the day <laughs> because it's your when you're doing something that you love and you're passionate about it's your craft and you're gonna wanna nurture, you're gonna wanna be around it all the time, but some people won't be able to digest that. You know, something that I also find is a huge side effect of being a creative is learning how to manage um other people. So kind of going back to that example where I said I was in a group of a person and or I'm sorry, a group of people and they just couldn't understand um my vision 
this is something that happens to us creatives who collaborate a lot for me i know that my my management style um just when i'm thinking about my business itself um, outside of my personal creative endeavors i'm a micromanager i really am and actually in life i'm a micromanager but that's because when i have a vision i want it to be a certain way and you have to and Issa talks about this too. You have to find that team, that perfect team that you can entrust with your vision. Otherwise, you're going to want to do this even though you told John to go do that. Um, it's hard, but I'm finding that a lot of creatives are micromanagers too. So it doesn't make me feel as bad. But you have to understand something. When you have a project you want to put out or you have a plan and people aren't really abiding by the layout or the systems you put in place, it gets frustrating because you know you want your song to come out a certain way or you know you want, you know, this this grand opening or this this um set to look a certain way, but people aren't really aligned with your vision. And I think alignment has a lot to do with our create our creative process or processes and just making sure that you're aligned with yourself and aligned with other people that you bring on to your team. Otherwise you're gonna be working a hundred times more being in that micromanagement space and making sure that your vision comes through. And if you're working a hundred times more, then you're producing a lot more energy and you're going to get spent. So I'm thinking too, like just, just reflecting back on that pot, that podcast episode, which was so good. I'm giving Amanda a huge plug right now, but it's just, they talked a lot about like, you know, your energy and I could relate, right? Because when you are around certain people and you're in a creative flow, in your creative space, like if you go to um, shared workspaces, or if you're like bouncing ideas off of one another with other people, um, that energy is there. You could feel it. I don't know if you have ever felt it, but I could feel it. And sometimes, if you're not with the right group of people, that energy can be pulled away just as as fast as it showed up. And you don't want that, right? Because a lot of our ideals rely on heavy energy. It relies on the process in which. We are bouncing ideas off of one another, not to steal them, but yet uplift them so that people can build on things. Because sometimes people need a sounding board or a fresh pair of ears. So I'm, I'm saying this to say protect your energy because your energy is the fuel to your vision. So you can, you can kind of almost think of it as energy being gas in a car and that car being you and your destination being your vision and it, let's say you run out of energy how are your car gonna get to your vision you got too many people sitting in your car you got too many people using up that energy and maybe they're trying to tell you how to drive and you just really need them to be a passenger which what you gonna do you know when, when you run out of that gas you're gonna feel tired it's gonna be a long road trip to get to that destination to fulfill your vision but that's just another side effect but that's all I really wanted to say today, guys, in this episode. I do want y'all to go over and go check out Amanda's episode of Side Effects of Being a Boss because they talk for about an hour or so, and it was just some really juicy information. <laughs> None that I'm going to give you here because they're more so on the boss side. My whole thing was just about being creative, and I wanted to give my two cents. Additionally, I am so excited about what's going on 
I did not imagine for my views or my listeners, I should say my listenership to be going up or skyrocketing as high as I as it is now. Um, y'all show me love. So I'm going to continue doing it. And even if you didn't show me love, I will still continue doing it because I honestly love what I do. I love creating content. What I am going to start doing is giving you guys shout outs because I'm getting a lot of ads on my like um, Facebook pages and my Instagram pages and I think I want to start shouting you guys out so if you leave a review you might get lucky and I might read your review in the next episode so make sure you leave your handles as well get your followership up and I will see you guys on the next one hey creatives thanks for listening to the conscious creative corner if you like the show be sure to rate subscribe and review on apple podcasts it helps other creatives find ways to listen to our uncensored truths be sure to check me out on instagram to let me know how you enjoyed the show you can find me at narrowly sia or achieve her perfection and if you are a struggling creative that's trying to find their creative niche don't forget that you can sign up for my creative content business tips in the show notes, or you can visit AchieveHerPerfection.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. This episode of the Conscious Creative Corner is brought to you by the Gourmet Goober Podcast, a different kind of food show co-hosted by spouses and BFFs and all-round goobers, JJ Outlaw and T Outlaw. From hashtag chicken wars to baby Yoda, the Gourmet Goober covers everything in the intersection of food and pop culture. So listen, y'all, don't miss the show. That's a little bit gourmet and a lot of ratchet. The Gourmet Goober podcast is available now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts.